Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 312. Today is Thursday, September 28th, 2023. Loving, loving all the fall, everything, guys. I'm loving it. It's great. I got, you know, my pumpkin spice. Okay. I'm not like hardcore on pumpkin spice everything, but there's this great pumpkin spice coffee at Trader Joe's, which I will point out is a little too intense. Um, I used to work at Trader Joe's, and so I didn't like I didn't like it. And then I had someone I went over to someone's house and they had it, and I was like, "Well, this is good." And I'm like, "What is this?" And they're like, "It's the pumpkin spice coffee from Trader Joe's." I'm like, "The nasty stuff." I was like, "This is actually surprisingly good." And it's because this is the secret, guys two-thirds regular coffee one-third pumpkin spice a little just a little hint you get a little whisper of the pumpkin spice uh and it's delicious so i'm loving it guys i'm ready diving head first and i bought some pumpkin seeds which are delicious and nutritious uh high fiber uh so um everybody go buy some pumpkin seeds uh good stuff so guys uh, we got a great show i'm super excited we we're talking backstage and i was already just like it's getting revved up Uh, Guys, if you are listening to this on Spotify and you're not following Elijah Fire Podcast on Spotify, give us a follow. That'll really help us out. That'll boost boost the algorithm there, push us out. Give us an honest review as well. You guys have been delivering. You've been bringing the heat in a good way. Not like I got a bone to pick with you guys. You guys have been super generous, um, but genuine and honest in your reviews. And we, we love it. We've been very touched by them. So keep those coming. Also, if you guys are listening on any other podcast platform app, you can rate us there as well. So, um, all right, guys, we're going to jump in because we got, we're just going to hang out and we're going to have a good time. It's, it's going to be awesome. But, uh, my guest today, he's, he, how to intro this guy. He's, he's, uh, he's been a Christian for 50 years walking with the Lord, um, in a passionate pursuit of all things the Lord. And, uh, I just love gleaning from him. Uh, he's got a lot of wisdom and insight into currently where we're at today and what God is doing on the earth right now, coming events, all those things. Um, he's also, uh, he's, he heads up the Jesus gatherings. He's part of those and they go from city to city, um, every couple of months. And it's just a Holy spirit charged adventure. So, uh, we're going to talk about a whole lot we're gonna talk about that and a whole lot more. So without any further ado, let's give it up for our guest today, John Rutke. Hey man. Welcome. Hey, How are you? Good. I'm doing good. Oh, good to be back on your show, brother. Yeah, really absolutely. Appreciating it's, what God's doing here. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, me too. It's an honor to have you though, for sure. You know, like I said, I love gleaning from people that have walked with the Lord a long time. That's something that I, it's interesting because I've never been one of those people that's like, man, get out of the way. Anybody who's older, I'm like, get out of the way. I'm like, hold on. And I was the same way when with marriage too. I was like, hold on. Like, you've been married for a long time. Please tell me. Please tell me. <laughs> please tell me. How to do, I want to do it right. You know, and yeah. I feel the same way with like the pursuit of the Lord. It's like, man, you get so much from people that have walked before you, you know, like, and so I just, mm-hmm. I've never been that way. I've always been very like, Hey man, I'm like, I'm, I'm cool with, you know, when I was like 20, I was like, yeah, I want to hang out with the guys that are in their sixties. Tell me, <laughs> tell me more, you know? So. Yeah, no, man. Well, 
you know, it's kind of a unique deal because I was in the Jesus movement. I was in yeah. the vineyard movement. I was yeah. in a lot of moves of God, you know, been like on the front end of a couple of things. And so, you know, I mean, I've made enough mistakes to cover the body of Christ from here. And yeah, we're good. You know, yeah. from again, okay, so there it is. Yeah. Yeah, so there's, absolutely. There's a lot to draw from. <laughs> yeah. Well, last time we, you were on the show, we talked about the um, the Jesus gathering that it was going to be in New Mexico. Mm, yeah. But you had a little whoopsie. Something happened. <laughs> Something yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were all excited. You know, we pressed into these things and yeah. had a big tent out there, all that kind of stuff. And uh, down in Albuquerque. And lo and behold, I got sick right before the virus the coronavirus so i had to uh put that on pause and suffer through the fomo as they're sending me back pictures of god's glory coming down mm -hmm. and of course i'm there praying for them yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i was super excited for the kids man they they just and my friend ron jungle was there and we've got all kinds of other older guys that are helping move this thing forward and uh, it was just, you know, I was so blessed for the kids and uh, the kids came back on fire. Mm. I mean, you know, we make these events free. We make it so that uh, there's like, an, it's a no name kind of a deal. You know, there's no big names. There's no Jesus. Big, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man. I think that people are really looking for just very simple, authentic, real stuff Yeah. where they can be part and be part of because the Lord is wanting us to change from building an audience to building an army. Mm, and yeah, I honestly, the more you can pull the body in to get the body activated, to move and what God's calling them to move in, it's it, things are going to go a lot easier. I don't know how we came up with this whole thing of, you know, one guy's ministry goes off to the exclusion of, you know, thousands of other people sitting there watching him. Now, I'm all about preaching, and I preach all the time, and I'm sure. all about teaching, yeah. and I love to listen to good teachers, and I sit on, I've sit sat under great teachers my whole life. However, we want to engage the body now, you know, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, to equip the saints to yep. do the ministry. That's it. Not to yep. be the superstar of the thing, you know. We've got to get off of that thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, I think guys— um, I'm kind of going going off on a tangent Dude, here, but go on the tangent. Up. Love it. You know, I, I think that you know, ministries and ministers, especially if they move in signs and wonders, um, they have a proclivity to fall in love with either the ministry of the Lord or the Lord of the ministry. Mm. And I'm telling you, that anointing can get addictive. You wow. know, and it can be platforms can get addictive and addicting and the wow. accolades of the people so you have to always regard your you know the love of the lord or the ministry of the lord man you know, yeah which are you falling in love with you know one one we just one, we just come to that place yeah and one of those ministry of the lord versus the lord of the ministry one of those promises a constant refilling of the tank Totally. The other one is like a battery that's fully, I mean, when it's fully charged, awesome. Right. Yeah. But right. one of them is like, do you feel like it's just the, uh, the, the, the pole of the flesh that, that, that you, cause you're saying it's addicting, uh, if you're not vigilant against it, what is it just the pole of the flesh 
flesh being the flesh? Is that? I, I, th I think so. And I think that it starts out, you know, right. But I, I've had it myself. That's why I'm saying it. You yeah, know, same. Because I've moved and been on big, huge platforms and preaching with real powerful signs and wonders and the spirit of God moving really powerfully. And, um, you know, what, what I've come to the conclusion of is if you're not in like a Psalm one lifestyle, you know, blessed is a man who does not sit in the council of the ungodly. And it goes on down and says that he is like a tree planted by a river whose leaves never wither. And that, that, that is such a powerful word picture of where God wants us. He wants us right abiding in him, that John yeah. chapter 15, that whole deal. That was one of the first chapters I ever memorized when I came to Jesus. I mean, within within like a month, I had memorized that. Wow. And I have made that my point of reference. And I always say, you know, what, what an intimacy with God does, it brings the fear of the Lord in. Yeah, and, 100%. you know, it will, you know, I, I honestly believe that if we had more of the fear of the Lord, that it would, I, I think we, we're getting the love of God thing right. You know, we're, we're hearing a lot about the love of God and not the condemnation of God. And he's not up there all pissed off at you, ready to slap yeah. you with Louisville slugger. He loves you. He has got a plan for you. I mean, that's such the message, you know, but he's also a judge. Yeah. We need to know that. We need to know that God is also a judge. We are going to stand before his judgment seat, not for our salvation, but for our rewards. Mm -hmm. The judgment seat of Christ is totally different. Your name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life, but now it's for rewards for eternity. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to be conscious of that and aware of that. And I think that, you know, it will just that alone will just keep you pressed into God enough to seek his face to hear his voice and to cultivate an ear to hear what the spirit's saying mm. and i think that especially for your your group coming up jeff your that your age group how old are you uh i'm 37 actually man i'm oh, almost 38 yeah well, oh gee i know <laughs> i know right i'm a i'm an old man john yeah, no, you, you know, <laughs> you're just you're just getting started here you know yeah like, I feel like it actually. So, yeah, 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 and you know, even as old as I am, I'm I'm almost going to be seventy. You know, yeah, I feel a Caleb anointing on me. Yeah, you know? man, you're you're. I in. am feeling like, hey, I'm about ready to grip some things here, you know, because uh, I'm just sensing that, you know, and I'm feeling that energy and that life, and I've got a whole workout routine that I've been doing. Come on, dude, just you to have to, yeah. just to stay focused, so, so I can stay up with what you guys are doing. Yeah. You know? So I don't like lag behind too far. Yeah. John, I want to stop really quick, just specifically because you were just like, man, I've got a Caleb anointing. I was talking to a friend of mine. Uh, he's from Germany, really good friend of mine, very studious and always looking at studies and all this stuff. I, lo I love him. He's an amazing friend. Um, and he was talking to me. We were talking about productivity. Mm -hmm. and pursuit of things that God has us do. And we were actually talking about this of like, you know, he, he and I are both in our, at the time we were in our mid thirties. Now we're both in our late thirties. And, and we were just like, man, I really feel like now I'm just hitting a, a, a different kind of stride uh, than I was, you know, 20 to mid thirties. Um, and he said, you know, it's interesting because they did several studies and they found that people become the most productive 
when they hit their 60s and then it goes beyond that much beyond that but that's when people really hit a stride and he said what's sad is so many people just call it quits when they hit their 60s yeah but they're actually meant to pursue impress in even even deeper and it could be shifting in vocation yeah but i think that's also something that got yeah i just think of like people like caleb you know it was just i mean he he went for it dude you know so Big time. Yeah. I mean, you look what he says. I'm, you know, in my 80s, but I feel like I'm still in my 40s. You know, yeah. I've still got that kind of a level of energy. And, you know, I mean, being at the stage where I'm at right now and being walking in the Lord as long as I have, I, I'm telling you, I am so grateful to be at this stage of my life with the perspective that I've got, with the thought processes that I have, with the, you know, absolutely. And, and I've up pretty much always been this way, not needing to perform, mm. you know, yeah. I, I've never had that performance thing on me, but you know, it, it, when you do so much ministry and you're, and you're, you know, out there all the time, you, you can get stuck in that mode sure. too. Yeah. Being performer mm-hmm. being performance oriented and, um, or, you know, but I, it, it really all simply goes back to the same thing of that intimacy with God, staying current with the Holy spirit, let the Lord work out what needs to get worked out in your own yeah. life. You know, allow the Holy Spirit to convict you of your sins, no matter what stage of life you're in. You know, I got convicted over something the other day. I was just going, what? Wow. <laughs> Never even thought about that. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I get it, Lord. I get it. You know? Mm-hmm. So, but I, I think if you can stay in that kind of a mode, and especially at your age, because you're involved in ministry, look at how many thousands of people you're, you and illumination are, are, are influencing. Oh my goodness. I mean, people could never even fathom this kind of stuff. You know what I, I mean? Know. I mean, to, in all the nations all over the United States. I mean, yeah. I don't know how many people are watching this, but you know, it's usually a remnant type that will watch a show like this. Yeah. So these are people that are gripped by God and are hungry for the things of God and want to hear what is the spirit of God saying right now, you know? Yeah. So, when I think too, John, like, when you, you know, we were backstage, you know, John asked us this like really loaded question of like, what were what have been some of the most like impactful things that have happened or what are like some of the big takeaways from starting up something like this? What have you learned? And we were like, whoa, okay. Uh, but I, I kind of said a bunch of other things, but then I kind of narrowed it into like, our heart is to encourage the body of Christ to yes. pursue Yes. Jesus. Like, yes. and I think that Amen. there's this whole thing, John, like you're talking about, I don't know why you, you, you were saying, I don't know where we got this idea that like one guy breaks off into his own sect and, and he has a couple thousand audience members and they're all sitting there and, you know, they're listening to him talk about his quiet time basically for mm-hmm. the week, you know? And, yeah. and, um, I, I think sometimes in, in our human mind, we go, okay, well, I have to, we need a unified vision, right? We need a unified vision. So we need to implement all this structure. Maybe sometimes, depending on what it is, mm-hmm. structure can be good. But mm-hmm. when it comes to unifying as the body of Christ, man, if you have a bunch of people collectively with a heart to pursue Jesus, and I mean, genuinely pursue him, man, it, that's why we can meet a believer who you you just, you know that they're, they're on the same level as you in terms of just like, no, it is just about Jesus. And there's this genuine just bond that, that you instantly feel because of that. Totally. And it's like, man, if we could do that as a body of Christ, John, like, oh man, like 
That's what it's about. That's what it's about. Exactly. Man. That's exactly Jesus. what it's about. Yeah. And, uh, you know, look, God, he is about ready to bring a plumb line over yeah. our nation, the Western church for sure. Yeah. For there to be a change on a level like we've never seen it before. Okay. You know, I, I, I've been really interested in this, um, this book, it's, you're kind of seeing a lot of hoopla about it, uh, The Fourth Turning. And uh, he's written another, but this was back in the late 90s. He, he came up with the term millennial, uh, by the way. You know, oh, interesting. Yeah. And he, you know, he has this, the premise of the book is that he, uh, there's four turnings, you know, that, that are kind of segued into 20 years seg segments. So we're, in a, we're at the end of the fourth turning. Mm. And uh, usually it's crisis. The fourth turning is the crisis. Interesting. Okay. You know, the first turning is like the, uh, for instance, the first turning in my world at 80 years ago was my parents. They called that the great generation. Mm -hmm. They came through the depression, came into World War II, won World War II. You know, my uncles were all involved in World War II. None of them ever wanted to talk about it. You know, yeah, they, no, I'm not surprised. It was a very sobering kind of a thing. Yeah. And so then you get from the that group who, you know, started to build the suburbs, build the machinery of America, you know, all that kind of stuff. Then you got my generation. <laughs> this is, you know, the uh, baby boomers, you the know, boomers, the boomers, baby. Oh, come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> Usually in that group, there's an awakening. Well, there was a lot of awakenings Big time. in my time period, you know. Uh, Jesus movement being one of them, you know, that that was an awakening that came. Uh, but you also had the gay, uh, the LGBTQ movement. Not yes, so like much. Harvey Milk probably was yeah. involved in yeah, that. that, and, that yeah. thing, that the gay movement came. Uh, you had the feminist movement come. You had all kinds of different movements that came in that time period. But uh, that changed, you know, literally changed the whole culture uh, as we know it and then now we're going from that space to this space to the next space which is you know growth productivity and then you see the complete decline and the cultural collapse in the fourth turning and usually it ends with real crisis mm. and so you know i'm fascinated from a historical perspective of how this has happened over and over and over again after every He's, he takes it back hundreds and hundreds of years and you can see it. It works in 80 year cycles almost, you know? So we're, we're about ready to see one of these things prophetically. It seems as though we're on the cusp of, you know, you almost feel like Jeremiah, you know, writing out the book of Lamentations or something mm -hmm. for what we see now, mm -hmm. you know, um, our currency now is each currency has a life cycle. Well, we're at the end of our life cycle of our currency. So what does that mean? Well, it could mean digital currency, mm -hmm. you know, where they control everything. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, then that would be probably the, the beginning of the implementation of the beast system that's coming. Mm -hmm. So it completely con controls you. You know, you can kind of almost see we've been corralled into this thing with that with the coronavirus and everything else mm -hmm. that has happened, where they put a mandate and controls and da da da. And it's and it's moving us closer and closer into these corrals. And so and you won't be able to buy or sell. 
at some point in time. We know that's what the scripture says. So something yeah. like that's coming. Yeah, it's it it is going to happen. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit elijahfire.com slash give. You know, it's going um, to happen. And 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 certainly America. Listen, I've been all over the world preaching the gospel all over the world, Africa, South America, you know, Philippines, all everywhere. And, you know, every time I come back to this country, I just go, this is the greatest country. I thank God for this country. No, it really. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I kiss the ground when I come here. You know, it's like, yeah, I ask people in these other countries, if you could be anywhere, where would you want to be? America. Oh, America. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Kidding. That's been my same experience, John, talking yeah. to people in other countries. Yeah. So anyways, um, kind of went off on a tangent there. But, you know, I think that that the great equalizer is coming to America and to the Western church. And it there is it is going to cause us to pause and wake up. Because uh, the, if we've made this mechanization of the church a money profit based deal, it is going to have a plumb line come up, up against it right now. Mm-hmm. And God is going to judge everything that can be judged. Wow. Yeah. And he is going to set order to things that we could have never even imagined. Mm-hmm. But hey, look, man, whatever it takes to see the kingdom of God move forward, that's how we should be on the inside. Yeah. Oh, don't tear down my little thing. Listen, if you want unity, what you were talking about, real unity for God to come here, man, all of these walls have got to come down. All of them got to be tumbling down. Some people are holding up their walls because they don't want their people to go over to your deal because that is going to take away from their cash flow. You know, I mean, that's how people think. I'm sorry, but that's, that's Mm -hmm. the deal, you know? And we have to get away from that mentality into a kingdom mentality. And it's about the kingdom of God and seeing the advancement of the kingdom of God. Mm, I love it. I love it, John. Yeah. And I think that was going to be my next question is like, because obviously, you know, calamity, not good. No. Uh, but I know that it doesn't stop there. You yes. know, it's it's unto something and what that produces in us. It's like, yes. it's not I I think a lot of people looked at like 2020, 2021, and they were like, oh, that that was it. That was the wake up. And I think there are a lot of people that woke up during that time. Absolutely. Yeah. I would say the church feels more awake than it was prior mm-hmm. to that. I, yeah, I would definitely, definitely say. But what you're kind of saying is that was a more like um, birth pangs. It's the beginning of the birth pangs. That's yeah. what it is. That, that's a good that's a good segue into that. Yeah. It's the beginning of the birth pangs. But what about when persecution comes? Yeah. You know, everybody's not going to be wanting to hit the clicks and all that kind of stuff. They would be looking for your neck, you know. So you'll be one of the first ones that will go down, Charlie Brown. Yeah. <laughs> They'll come after you and illuminate. Yeah. <laughs> Great fervor because yeah. the impact that you are having, you know. Yeah. And so, um, you know, the thing I like about you kids is that you guys are. Um, I don't see a lot of ambition in you. You're just trying to move the kingdom of God forward. That's why I like coming on your show. Mm. And I like to, you know, like encourage the, the body just to kind of like say, hey, look, this is how I see it. This is what I sense happening. And this is what I yeah. am sensing what God is about ready to do, you know, yeah. and hopefully, you know, can uh, help somebody out here, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think what's interesting about me, John, 
and I'll just speak about myself and my wife specifically is, you know, we, we would say we agree with everything that you're saying. Absolutely. But what's been weird is the way God is leading my wife and myself, like we both have a heart for the film industry and mm. we both feel a real pull towards that. And so I'm 100%, like, I see everything you're talking about. And I'm like, then you have these things of God going like, <laughs> and I feel like my whole life has been this way where God will confirm something mm -hmm. in multiple ways where it's undeniable. Mm -hmm. Okay. God is very clearly speaking this over me, confirming mm -hmm. this word he gave me here, 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 and here. Mm -hmm. And then God's like, all right, now I want you to go do the literal opposite mm. of what I just confirmed, you know? And, and it's like, it's not our job to figure out how do these things, how do these things mix? Mm -hmm. You know? So for me, I hear what you're saying. And I've, I've been, this has been on my mind a lot lately. What you're talking about is going like, I see all this, but also I've pledged myself to be obedient to you and you're leading. And I'm your servant. And I also feel Lauren, Lauren, my wife and I both feel like this pull towards this other thing too. And I'm like, how do those things fit? I'm it's not okay. God, it's not my job to figure it out. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. because the, I guess I, all that to say, I think sometimes people can hear what, something like what you're saying and just get very somber and then be like, okay, well I got to batten down the hatches mm -hmm. and I got to, I was like, no, it, like, if anything, it's time for the church to get wild, like, yes, yes. you know, and, and yes. to run head first. Exactly. Into... There's no batting down hatches time. Yeah. This is the time to have both hands wide open and saying, okay, God, show me where to go and what to do, you know? Yeah. And I do believe that. I mean, look at what's happening even within some of the Christian films that have come out right. as of late, man. Dude, that, that, they are crushing it. It's mm -hmm. like the, the secular world's just going, are you kidding me? Yeah. Your budgets are minuscule compared to yeah. you know, the other things that are out there, you know, mm -hmm. even the Jesus revolution movie. Can you imagine that happens, you know, like right at the right time when the Asbury thing happened, mm -hmm. you know, which the Asbury thing happened in 1970, Jesus movement started in 1970. Boom. Both of them came at the same time in February, you know? So cool. Yeah. So, so cool. Yeah. So the Lord is, uh, you know, he's speeding things up. Nothing Nothing surprises God. He knows he's got his finger on the pulse here. We, yeah. He knows what's happening. He's asking us to open up our eyes, open up our ears. There's no room for fear mm. in this. This is throw caution to the wind time and saying, okay, Lord, what are you saying? What are you saying? I think he's saying radical obedience to what I am saying to you, mm. you know, whatever that might be. But it can only come out of that intimacy with him to hear what the spirit is saying. And it comes back to that whole thing of John chapter 15, you know, all of those things, you know, just abiding yeah. in him and pressed into him and Lord, what's next, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think too, I got the image actually just now of a, a starting gate, you know, mm -hmm. out of these like horses that are just charged up, ready to race. And there's a starting gate. And I, I, I really feel it for myself, but I know for a lot of other people, even though I'm doing this, it's been a it's strangely been for some people, they would look at this and go, well, this is my, this is my thing. This is what I'm, mm -hmm. this is the thing that I know God has called me to. Yeah. And, and for me, it wasn't necessarily the case. I mean, obviously like there's an anointing there. And, mm -hmm. but for me, this process has been a, a, a rev up, a rev up time for me, getting me in position at a starting gate. And I felt like that, um, where I'm just at this place of like, 
dude, like I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm trained up. I'm mm -hmm. all those things so that when the, when the gate drops, I'm, I'm off like a shot, you know? Yeah, right and I, I think that, you know, there are Christians that are already out there and they're in, right in the, right at the front lines of whatever they're doing. And, and for me, obviously right now it's this, but I also know there's another layer to even what, what God has called my wife and myself to do, you know? And so I think, you know, there are other people that are like, they may look at, John, maybe something you're doing with like the Jesus gatherings or whatever and be like, oh, but like, I feel like I'm doing something wrong, but like, I know I'm supposed to be where I am, but also there's this other thing that I feel like God is calling me to do. And I don't see it. I haven't seen it come to fruition. Did I even hear God? And, and for me, it's like, that's been a big tension point for me throughout different points of my walk has been like, did I hear you? And, and then, you know, you, if you allow your flesh to kind of get in the way you, you start like trying to solve the problem of like, okay, I misheard God. I need to double back. And then even though you heard God and you're right where you need to be, um, I hope that's making sense. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I it's, it's, you're on a good track here, but you, you know, suffice it to say this, that we're, we're in a different time, you know, this is a different time. Un unlike any time I've seen, uh, you know, and with all of the pushback from the enemy, from just from a cultural side, from LGBTQ to, uh, you know, it, it's just, I mean, it's coming at a very radical pace and it's coming uh, viciously. And so we're at a crossroads here, you know, yeah. where a line's being drawn in the sand and, you know, it's, you're either going to go awakened or you're going to go woke either way. And I'm talking about the church structures. Yeah. The line is being drawn in the sand now. Oh, and so 100%. God is going to begin to bring visitation all over his people. Mm. And uh, he is about ready to show up in ways that will be staggering. You'll yeah. see little epicenters all over the United States and what God is about ready to do. And for that matter, across Europe, too, I think that there's going to be some real powerful outpourings of the Holy Spirit as people are just centering themselves back in Jesus, not trying to be the next thing or not trying to, uh, you know, move off the sound that comes from these things, because these things produce sounds, too, of worship and that are very powerful. And, you know, uh, the one thing that I think I might have shared this on the, one of the podcasts I did with you, but, you know, Keith Green was got saved when I got saved, you know, yeah. and I had lunch with his wife, Melody, and uh she was sharing how grieved he was with the condition of the music world within the Christian community. And it just grieved him of the, that it becomes such a big business and he never intended it for that to be him. So he did something so radical. He gave away all of his albums. He just gave them away. And when they were doing the uh, like big, huge stadium concerts uh, back in that time period, um, he just would not charge for the albums. If somebody wanted to give a donation, that'd be fine. But you, you, you'd, so it, it, it takes some radical kind of stuff that's coming down the pike. I mean, the, the church in Iran is the fastest growing church right now in the world. Okay. How are they doing it? By the spirit of God, Holy Spirit's leading and moving people. That's how they're connecting together by the spirit of God. We got to get back to that simplicity of just being led by the Holy Spirit. And of course, you know, we need the scriptures to be 
a big part of everything that we do. It needs to be like our point of reference for everything. Yeah. His words, a lamp unto our feet. Yeah. And so, you know, but the shaking that I see coming, it's the Hebrews 12 shaking. Everything that can be shaken will be shaken. But we're in a kingdom that can never be shaken. Yeah. So you got to find yourself in that kingdom now. And you got to find yourself. What is your posture and your position for this season of what yeah. God is about ready to do? You need to know what is it the Lord's saying. So if you are not connected to a community of people, where as a living stone being fitly joined, you must get and find those people, you know, they're there. I'm telling you, they're there. Mm -hmm. People are, people are coming out of the woodwork of places I could never even imagine. And we're connecting ourselves together. It's amazing. We've just been so blessed by it. You know, yeah. look at how we got connected, you know, yeah. Jeff, I feel so connected to you. and the yeah. Nation. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, could be my kids, you know? It's yeah. Like, oh, John. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, man. It's just, it, again, it's like that whole thing of, I was talking about earlier of like, just that instant kinship that you feel with people that are on, on the same level, or f I guess maybe even just on the, on the same face, heading the same direction. I think, um, it, it it's that, you know, you just are like, yeah, yeah. like you don't even, it was just click, yeah. man. That's right. That's yeah. right. No, and your people are everywhere. You know, yeah. you'll find your people. You just yeah. keep pressing in. You know, you just keep saying, God, I'm looking to you. You you lead me by your spirit. Let me know where I need to be, you know. And yeah. and God's God's going to do that, especially now, because we're in an accelerated time. And because, yeah. you know, the birth pangs are coming, you know. Yeah. I mean, geez, yeah. everything's going to start to move very quickly here. Yeah. You know, the spiritual uh -huh. dynamic. Unlike anything probably I've ever even seen, you know, well, we're yeah. seeing, I mean, we're seeing it, you know, I was curious. I think I've, I've maybe asked a question similar to this, but, um, you know, I was thinking about the, earlier when you were talking, I was thinking about Jesus, the, the first Jesus movement. Um, uh, and you know, you saw the, the hippie movement really kind of emerge and Eastern mysticism and new age and all those things. And then the, the Jesus movement was kind of, it was like, that was Satan's attempt to try and deter what God was trying, what, what God was not trying, what he was doing. And yeah. so now I'm looking at, man, there's like, I've, I've talked about this a lot on the show, but it, the lines are being very clearly drawn right oh, yeah. now where it's like oh, yeah. evil is, is, is yeah, up in our pretty face. apparent. And like, you can't, you know, like deep people are talking about like, worshiping demons openly on stage at music events and yeah. people yeah. are dressing like demons in their music videos and um you know people are inviting uh you know family friendly demon summoning sessions mm -hmm. like that was mm -hmm. something that i an article yeah. i saw today and so yeah. i don't know if you have any insight like about okay well if, if satan's doing that then to me i would look at it i'm like god is pouring out hit. I mean, he wants total display of his miracle working power right. out That's there. True. I mean, if people are summoning demons that openly and yeah, yeah. I, yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's gotten blatant now. Um, look at Dia de la Muerte. You know, this is becoming the big deal. You see skeletons and death yeah. celebrating that whole thing. Yeah. I mean, it, that is becoming an industry of itself along with Halloween. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's the time period that it's in. I mean, it's just I've cast demons out of people who have had that spirit 
they had a De La Muerte demon come into them. And I mean, vicious, foul, wow, witchcraft spirit threw the person straight across the room, you know, mm. um, you know, I, and I, so, you know, these, th it is becoming very, you know, out in the open, no joke, but so is deliverance. So is the deliverance power. I mean, pretty much everybody who is like within our groups knows how to cast demons out of everybody in times past. It was the one guy who lives yeah. down there. The exorcist. The deliverer, yeah. You know, it's <laughs> like, uh, and that guy became a weirdo, you know, because yeah. that's all he had to do was just do that all the time. And mm -hmm. Like I was telling you, you know, backstage, they, there is no such thing as a, you know, an exorcist. Exorcism or deliverance comes through preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Mm. It's something that is just a natural byproduct of the kingdom of God being preached. Because his power, his authority, the rulership of Jesus is in that message of the gospel of the kingdom. You know, salvation's in that message, deliverance is in that message, healing is in that message, baptism of the Holy Spirit is in that message, God's provision is in that message. It's all one message, you know, of who Jesus Christ is. Mm -hmm. You know, and thank God, you know, the entry point is salvation, and he is our savior. So Praise the Lord for that one. However, he is all of those things. Mm -hmm. And once you get to the reality that, that he lives in you and he wants you to function in a much higher level than where you have been, and he doesn't want you being part of the audience anymore, he wants you engaged in the war of what where we are at, whether you acknowledge it or not. It's all around us now. And it's becoming very obvious. And it's nothing to fear. But the Lord is... He is coming, and I, I shared this last time I was with you. It's an Isaiah 60 time where arise and shine, the glory of the Lord is coming, you know. Yeah. And it is coming with a, a powerful presence of God's manifest presence, but so is gross darkness. Darkness is also coming. Verse two. So we got yeah. We but got honestly, John, I mean, I would prefer. I'd prefer those lines to be clearly drawn. I I think for a while I got kind of I got tired of all of the the deniability that was there from people. You point things out to people and they're like, "Oh, I don't know." And I'm like, "Here it is, guys." First off, I was right. I'm not going to say yeah. that, but I was right. <laughs> you <I'm> know. Floating, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, you know, it just to me it's it's it makes it Obviously, there's an allure to the dark side, you know, yeah. like there are yeah. people that they, you know, they feel like they have power and they have, but it, it's, a, it's at great cost, you know. Um, but then there's also God's side, which is so, I mean, amazing. And, incredible. you know, incredible. And, and the peace that people are ultimately looking for is found mm -hmm. there. And, mm -hmm. but those lines are, are becoming more clearly drawn, which also yeah. means like you were saying earlier, persecution, it yeah. absolutely means persecution. Yeah. Yeah. And that'll be the great equalizer of everything. And, you know, look, we, we need to be prepared and preparing ourselves for what that's going to look like within our own deals, you know? Mm -hmm. So that'll mean a, um, let me see what is the right word uh decentralization okay. of leaderships in in the chinese underground church my spiritual father went to go meet with the underground leaders in china 
And he said, I walked out into the middle of a field uh, and there's this little old Chinese man down with a flip phone. This is back, you know, 20 years ago. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. He's in the middle of a field with a flip phone and he was running 1,500 house churches off that flip phone in the back. And he had to do it out in a field so that the, the communist government couldn't grab a hold of him and they couldn't find him. And he had the flip phone up as he's talking and he looks at my spiritual father and he says, hello, brother. <laughs> so cute. You know, I love but, it. But, you know, like, think about how are we going to be able to pull this off? Um, how are we going to be able to keep our communities together? Yeah. You know, again, that's living stones being fitly joined. You need to know who your people are and where your community is at, mm. you know, and it's all relationship based. It's not hierarchical based. We've the structures that I see now are more hierarchical based, you know, and, you know, uh, doesn't need to be title driven, even, you know, apostle this or apostle that or prophet this or prophet that. Look, you know, your room, your gift will make room for itself. The scripture says, you know, you, you just be and do, yeah. you know, whatever people want to slap to you, fine. That's all good. Is it moving everybody forward? Is it strengthening the body of Christ? Is it having the impact of seeing the kingdom of God and fruit coming forth? Okay. So that is the key. That is the key off every single one of us. Because remember, we're going to stand before his seat, that judgment seat of Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. We're going to give an account for what he has given us. And too much is given, much is required. And so, you know, you guys have started out with this this little uh, podcast and mm -hmm. how God is doing it. I guarantee you, you know, it's probably quadrupled in the last since COVID, you know, just mm -hmm. because you have a relevant voice. You're picking people out from places that pretty obscure. all over. Yeah, pretty obscure. You know, people don't know who I am outside of the couple of things I've done. I've kept a low profile, you know go in very obscurely, drop my pay payload, boom, and get out. <laughs> but I You're a stealth bomber, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but I have a lot of disciples here, and I've got a yeah. lot of people that, you know, I have influenced. And But I don't, nobody needs to know my name. Nobody, I don't need a title. I don't need any of those kinds of things. It, it never, it's never even been in my mind to do that, you know. Mm -hmm. So I sit on a lot of boards of ministries. Uh, but I've never had a, a ministry. Lonnie and I had a ministry one time. You know, we called it Broken Bread Ministries. We were uh, pulling this together. It's probably in the mid '80s. Or, okay. No, uh, beginning of the '80s. Yeah, because when the Spirit of God fell at the Calvary Chapel, Yorba Linda, and the Vineyard came out of that. Yeah. Well, uh, we gave that ministry to Wimber, and it became Vineyard Ministries International. We said, John, I said. You know, Lonnie said to me, hey, I think God wants us to submit that ministry to those guys so that they can take it even further than anything we could have done, which I was happy to do. You know, didn't didn't mean anything to me. Mm. So I, I think that um, all of our ambition needs to be put in that direction to see the kingdom go forward. If I can see you go forward and if I can see illumination go forward just from something simple that I could do. Oh, dude. Victory in Jesus, man. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's all I'm concerned about. I don't care about anything other than that. 
you know, and I, I feel that with you guys, you know, you're wanting to see the body of Christ edified and strengthened. Yeah. And so, you know, you do vet people to make sure they're not got weird doctrine or st stupid stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, hey, I was just in uh, Oklahoma City. Okay. My daughter lives in Oklahoma City. My son lives in Oklahoma City. They both went to law school there. So they ended up becoming big fish in a small pond there. And so, uh, you know, I mean, I'm always scouting out the land and I've got lots of friends there and I've got some spiritual sons there too. Uh, and so, you know, what's happening is my kids are lawyers. You know, my daughter-in-law, my uh, son's wife is a judge. And so, um, you know, so they're like big fish in this small pond. Uh -huh. So they're kind of power couple, da 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 da, uh -huh. very successful, da da da. They're all getting hammered by God. Come on. Completely hammered. When, when we were there to help my daughter move from the suburbs into downtown Oklahoma City, we threw away half of her clothes. She said, Dad, God's convicting me. My stuff is way too provocative. I got to get my focus on what the Lord's saying and doing. My, my son wouldn't let me leave until I baptized him in his jacuzzi. What? On him. Yeah, just he's just weeping. Yes, I need to just <laughs> get right with the Lord. You know, it's like what? You know, come on. And, and the, the the spirit of the world is breaking off of them. I'm, I mean, I've been praying over these guys for a long time. Oh, you know? sure. I'm super proud of them. They love Jesus. You know, and generally speaking, but you know, I'm not seeing that much fruit come out of their lives for to see the kingdom of God like really impact and you know i mean they're in prisons all the time they're because they're criminal defense lawyers yeah and okay I said guys you know and my daughter says oh dad i'm watching this this girl's demonized over here i'm telling you i said yeah good anybody preaching the gospel to them i mean you've got to step up and step your game up anyways suffice it to say they're all repenting they're all stepping up they're all getting involved in small groups into different localities of, of people uh saw a couple of deliverances while i was there saw the spirit of god move pretty powerfully when i was there you know i was there for 10 days i never spent 10 days in oklahoma city i live in san diego man dude this is where the millennial kingdom will end up you know <laughs> so i mean yeah i'm not i'm not going to oklahoma city yeah. but anyways <laughs> i to say god is moving he's doing something it's repentance based this next move of God will be a repentance-based move. It will be, that's why God is going to reach into the LGBTQ community, into the Mormon church community where that religious spirit is, into the Jewish community where that mindset has got to be, you know, there's got to be an awakening that happens in the veil rent for that this people, but for every people, you know. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to see it with repentance where it's it'll shock people. That's how it hit out all of us. We were the last people on earth you'd ever expect to get saved. We're going to see hippies get saved. No way. Mm -hmm. No way. We're all doing drugs. We're all doing, you know, sex, you know, drugs and rock and roll. That was our yeah. mantra. You know? And but God, boom, came in and swept us. He got a hold of all of us, mm -hmm. and it came like unlike anything you could ever imagine. You know, mm -hmm. and. Most of those people that I know from that time period still are just like me on fire, just just like me, just very active in what God's doing, very moving forward in what God's doing. Well, and that's the key right there. Yeah, you yeah. know, 
Well, we've been abiding in the Lord and we've been planted by that river and our leaves are not withering. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the, that's a key guys. Yeah. That's a key. Absolutely. Well, let's, I, there's something I, I was looking at the title cause we were just like, Oh, let's talk about the sons of Issachar. Let's talk about that for, I, you know, a little bit. You talk about uh, on your platform, you mentioned the sons of Issachar often. Mm-hmm. What are the sons of Issachar for those that don't know? Because I know people often say like, oh, an Issachar prophet. So those who are curious, you know, when often people go, oh, this person's more like an Issachar prophet. Mm-hmm. Uh, First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32, it says, from Issachar, men who understood the times and knew what Israel should do. So often people will say, oh, an Issachar prophet is more like a, they're aware of the times mm-hmm. that we're in, but I want to hear your, your thoughts, your insight into this, John and well, go. One of the things that's happened, you know, and certainly in my, you know, lifetime has been a rise of the prophetic office mm-hmm. and the rise of the prophetic gifting. Okay. I mean, we, in times past, you know, before the Jesus movement, you had the, the charismatic movement kind of like running neck and neck with them, but it was, kind of old school Pentecostal types that would believe in the prophetic and the, you know, so it was kind of relegated to a certain small group of people. Yes. That kind of was an old wineskin, you know? Yeah. Well, boom, the Jesus movement comes, vineyard movement comes, all of a sudden the prophetic's released on a level like never before, where it's like just absolutely spreading and people are coming into not just the gift of tongues, which that was a major thing, in the Jesus movement, gift of tongues, but prophesying, okay? Like we would start to prophesy. So the prophetic has grown a lot and it's matured a lot in the last 50 years. And so, uh, you know, when David called all the tribes together, everybody brought something to the table, just like the body of Christ. Everybody's got a gift. Everybody's got something that they're bringing to the table. You have something. God has put something of a gift on you in some level. And so uh, the prophetic is the thing that I see rising the quickest and the, and the fastest right now. And, um, you know, and the scripture says, let one prophesy, let the others judge. Well, we need to judge things, you know. I mean, I judge everything, you know. And I tell people when I prophesy, hey, listen, judge this. Make sure that I'm, I'm in the spirit here. Mm. You know? I've had to go back and apologize to people saying, you know what, when I was prophesying that, I'm telling you, I felt like I just went straight into algorithm. Sorry, man. Yeah, we're not doing that. Just just consider that. I'm I, I didn't mean to offend you in any kind of a way or whatever. Anyways, that that Issachar represents a prophetic gift. And God is calling the body of Christ to rise up to be the sons of Issachar now, you know, especially and I'm speaking to the remnant right now, who usually are the ones watching these kinds of shows. Mm. You have got to have an ear to hear what the spirit of God is saying. Mm. You know, you should be starting to write some things down, you know, just to make sure, you know, you don't forget it, you know, and try to always put scriptural, you know, perspectives on whatever you're, you're, you're thinking you're hearing from the Lord. And, and, and again, you know, like um, allow those who are a little bit more mature, test these things, see if that's the Lord. We test everything over in our camps, you know, like, you know, I have a sense of the Lord saying, that's how I do it. I have, I said, Hey, you know what? I have a sense. The Lord's saying this and this and this and this, that way I can be corrected. You know, mm-hmm. I don't box people into stuff. You know, we, we just have that kind of open, 
on a freedom to do that. So yeah. sons of Issachar, if there's ever a time now, it's for them to be rising up, you know, with a prophetic voice and an, an ear to hear what the Spirit's saying. Because right now, the times and the seasons are changing and they're shifting so quickly. Rapidly. I'm telling you, there is a cliff coming that is not very far off. And we have got to be prepared for what that's going to look like. It was like the coronavirus. If we're all these prophetic, where were all the prophetic voices then? You know? Yeah, like, there were a few, but yeah. yeah, there were people that were actually in it. And see, this is John to, to what you're talking about. I've, I am aware of certain instances, you know, cause I, I mingle with a lot of people just yeah. for this show. I'm aware of a couple of instances um, where people submitted words that were actually about the coronavirus mm. to prophetic, you know, communities. And they were like, that's none of the Lord. Mm. Well, yeah. You know, like, yeah. and so you have to go like, mm, like to me, is that an old wineskin problem? Yeah. Is yeah. that a, you know, like, where uh, yeah. we're we're still, you know, maybe even within the prophetic, which in contrast to maybe, you know, uh, maybe some certain denominations might be more free, but even then, yeah. we're you know locked yeah. in on certain mindsets. Clearly, yeah, totally, totally, and and again, you know, we want to keep our streams as pure as possible, you know, because there's a raging river coming. And many streams are going to be dropping into this. And I tell the kids all the time, I said, hey, look, we just got to understand, be open, welcoming, but know what they're carrying into the stream. Because, you know, we can drink this water right now, but, you know, a mile down the stream, when all these other streams start to hit our stream, you might need to boil that water. You know, mm. you, you know let's start testing everything. Just make sure. Not, not to, but to be open, you know, for uh, the prophetic, open for to hear what the Spirit's saying. And usually it will go around the body and you can hear what the Spirit's saying through what the body is hearing. And you, you hear it come out through the body of Christ, you know. Yeah. But, um, but with what I see, what I do see coming now is coming so quickly. And it's in a place of something we've never seen before, you know. We haven't, my generation never went through the Great Depression. Okay. I think there's something of that magnitude coming. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Where the whole economy is going to collapse. Okay. Like we've never had anything like that. We've never seen uh, banks completely collapse, you know, where they haven't been, where they've been picked up and just, you know, you didn't even know it had happened. That's how big and how powerful our government is. But this time it's going to be on a myriad of different collapses and all of a sudden, they're going to have to go to a digital currency form that quick. And then all of a sudden you're cash is worthless. And all of a sudden you've got all of these dynamics that are going to play out. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying these scenarios are coming where it's not a matter of, they might be coming. They are coming. You know, it's just a matter of when. And mm -hmm. so when that happens, you can only imagine the panic because they're going to try to mit mitigate the panic over our nation so that it doesn't completely implode. Uh, but that's coming and it's coming not too far from now. So where's the body of Christ in this? That's my question. Where's our communities? We have got to have strong communities. You got to know who your people are. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, um, church buildings are going to have to be kind of helping people live, you know, 
you're, people are going to need to move into these buildings, you know? I mean, it could get to that place. So we're going to have to see a whole different shift and a different change, just like things are shifting now culturally, you know? Where you say the wrong thing, boom, you're canceled that quick. Well, pull this back five years ago. Didn't hear anything about, uh, you know, gender mutilation, things like yeah. that. Now it's front and center of everything wow. we're doing. They, we're, they're, you know, they're they're propagating these things. Our our governor is propagating this. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Craziness. Okay. Roll that back five years ago. That wasn't happening. No. Well, it's happening now, and it's happening very quickly. And so, body of Christ, wake up. That's it is time to understand. You have got to be engaged in what God is about ready to do, because you know the 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 Lord's about ready to move. You want to be part of that. You want to be invested in this because God's going to do some stuff, man. Mm. So, anyways, yeah, man. I don't know if I answered the Issachar question. I'm I'm sorry. I'm kind well, of well. One last thing, I guess, to to the Issachar thing. So, what you're saying is this is something that all of us can can access this isn't for like a select no like... no 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 this is this is for everybody who was this guy ananias that that went and laid hands on the apostle paul when he was saul and he got knocked off his horse mm -hmm. who is this guy you know you remember that story to some rando dude a random dude yeah random dude da, 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 da. i've got an i've got an assignment for you ananias you're going to go lay hands on the apostle paul and you're going to, because he's going to suffer for the th for, for many, and many are going to come into the kingdom as a result of what is going to happen to him. And, you know, he gives them the, the name, the address, where to go, how to go. Well, this guy's persecuting the church, Lord. I know. He's a chosen vessel of mine. You never hear of this guy again. No, you don't. Never hear. I, I, I would have had a Ananias church, you know? Yeah. Church of Ananias. Have, yeah, <laughs> I would have had like an incense altar for him or something. I don't yeah. know. But, you know, never hear of this guy again. Yeah. Okay, so, yes, it's for everybody. This God, he says, my sheep, if you're his sheep, you can hear his voice. Mm -hmm. So cultivate an ear to hear what the Spirit's saying. So when I say that, what does that mean? Well, next time God speaks to you, just do it. Yeah. Don't think about it. Just go, wow. Okay, you know, I need to do that. I'll write that down. No, do it. Go do it. When he tells you to give that guy a hundred bucks, go do it. Don't think twice about it. Just go do it. Mm -hmm. You know? People good. say, well, how do you hear the voice of God? I said, when was the last time you heard from him? Well, he said this and this. Did you do it? No. Well, I didn't. But I, you know. Come okay. on. Yeah. And then start from there and then move forward. Okay? Well, and if God hasn't said anything else and he told you to do something, I mean a good place to start would be to do that thing until God says something else, yeah, you know, totally. and not be like, well, I did it kind of one time. Okay. Yeah, so right. God hasn't said anything else. Yeah, no, right. methinks, if I yes. may, yes. methinks you're that's supposed right. to keep doing that thing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Anyways, that's sons of this car and everybody please step up and step in for what God's getting ready to do. Yeah, come on. All right, John, I would love for you to pray. Pray for people. We talked about a lot. Just praise the Lord leads for the people as we close this out. Yeah. Father, we just come in the mighty name of Jesus, the name that's above every name. 
that everything on heaven, earth, below the earth is going to bow to that name. Lord, we're just grateful that we can come here today and we still have the freedom to do what we're doing right now. And Lord, I, I ask that whoever's listening to this, whoever's engaged in this broadcast right now, I ask, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, quicken their ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying and doing right now. In Jesus' mighty name. Mm. Lord, I ask that you bring such a great awakening over their own lives of what time it is, God. I ask that you sound the alarm. Sound the alarm, God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, you begin to move people forward and position them where they're supposed to be right now. God, that there would be a radical shift in their obedience meter. And they would say, okay, God, I hear you. Uh, I'm going to do it. Remember, obedience means to listen. That's what that word means in the Latin. So, Lord, I, I ask that, uh, and obedience is better than sacrifice. So forget about trying to, you know, placate God with whatever you're trying to do. Just obey him. Obey him. Break up out of that illegal relationship that you're involved in. Break up out of these kinds of things that you have found yourself bound, you know, unequally yoked in a, in a business dealing. Break that thing off now. Don't let the fear of man grip, grab a hold of you. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I just pray blessing over these precious ones here, God. I ask that you just, God, you bring a tailwind and you begin to move us forward now in Jesus' name. Amen. John, this was fantastic. So good. Um, how, you, you're doing another Jesus gathering. Yeah, we're Boston, doing one in Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That's a that's tough ground right there. That's a death death camp for churches, but we are thriving in these things. Mm. So uh, you can go onto our website. It's, I see that it's underneath my name. Go look for the Boston gathering. You're more than welcome to come. It doesn't cost any money. It's in Douglas, uh, Massachusetts. So uh, it's like an, an old. Uh, it's actually one of the places where Finney preached. Come on. And so it's this old barn all the way up. And it's, it's got all the pictures of all the revivals from Finney and all these guys. So it's this big old building. We're, we don't go in the big old building yet, but we will at some point in time. But we're in this modern building. And <coughs> we have food. We have everything. Awesome. Just go look on the website. And that's make October Boston. 13th through the 15th or something. Yeah, somewhere so, around there yeah, 12th through the 15th something like that yeah and uh but the lord shows up big time at the at these at these events and a lot of deliverance a lot of healing a lot of just so much fun i mean it really is fun so uh yeah you can i'm i'm going i'm bringing my wife actually bringing my daughter the lawyer daughter come on and, uh, so we're all really excited about it plus it's such a beautiful time in boston at that time of year so. oh yeah like the fall yeah, it's just yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, awesome. So any everybody that's the link to that is in the description if you want more information, it'll take you right to the website to the specific event. Um so if any of you guys are in the Boston area or would like to be October 13th through the 15th, you get a hangout with a bunch of Jesus people. Yeah, doing Jesus things, you know. Smoji for Jesus, people. Come on now. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. So John, thank you so much, man. Um, everybody, there's links in the description to other places that you can uh, look at more of John, uh, like his uh, YouTube channel, all that good stuff. So John, man, thank you so much. Thank you for saying yes. That always means so much, but I just let you, you have so much, man, so much to offer. And I loved, I just love gleaning. So thank you. Thank you, brother. Bless yeah. you guys. Yeah. See you later. Yeah, absolutely. So everybody, that is our show. Be blessed. And we will see you uh, tomorrow, which is Friday. We've got Harmony Klingenmeyer back. I'm very excited. We haven't had her in a while. Uh, and so she's, I know she's had, I know she's had a good message cooking. So um, I can't wait. It's going to be great. So that's tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. We love you guys and we will see you then. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today. 